Hello! Hello, and welcome back to Miss Dark and Twisty. I'm Dominique. I'm Jenny. And today we're talking about the Winchester house. I don't know about you guys, but I've seen this house like in these pictures and in Sam and Colby's video. I've seen the movie about it. Pretty sure there's a movie about it. We'll put it right here. But like, it's fucking crazy. It is very interesting just reading the facts and going through it. There's a lot that I didn't know about this house. Yeah, it it's absolutely insane. We'll get straight into the history of it. So buckle the fuck up and let's learn about the Winchester house. Let's go. Alright, so this is called 14 Facts About the Winchester House. Jenny will link all the links down below and you can read it on Spotify. Jenny will figure out how to do that. <laughs> also, it, it'll be in the description of the episodes. But also, for those who don't know who are listening to us and only listening to us, we have a YouTube channel that Check you us can out. watch this happen. And you can look at our beautiful faces so you can match the voice to the face. And not only that, you could see all the pictures that I'm putting exactly. of all these haunted places. I'm going to try to fit it in the middle of us. There's not too much space in the middle of us. I can move. Oh, we don't really need to. I'll just, I'll, I'll lean. Sounds good, buddy. There all right. Go. Ready to get into these facts? Let's go. All right. So fact number one, the Winchester house is named for its mistress. Sarah Lockwood Winchester, the wife of gun magnate William Ward Winchester, whose family created the Winchester rifle that was heralded as the gun that won the West, designed and oversaw the construction of sparling Queen Anne-style Victorian mansion that bears her name, construction of the 24,000-square-foot home which is located at 525 South Winchester Boulevard in San Jose, California, began in 1886. Alright, fact number two. Many believe Sarah built the Winchester house out of fear, overcome with grief in the wake of her husband's death from tuberculosis in 1881. Folklore states that Sarah sought out a spiritualist who could communicate with the dead. While she was presumably looking for her solace or closure, she was instead giving a chilling warning. Throughout the medium, William told his wife that their tragedies, the couple had only one child, a daughter named Annie, who died at six weeks old, were a result of the blood money the family had made off the Winchester rifles. He warned that vengeful ghosts would seek her out. In order to protect herself, William said that Sarah must build a home for herself and for the spirits who have fallen from this terrible weapon. Sarah was advised to leave their home in New Haven, Connecticut behind and move west. She was able to build a grand home for the spirits. There was just one catch. Construction on the house can never stop. If you continue building, you will live, the medium warned Sarah. Stop and you will die. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> I don't know if I would believe a medium if they're telling me to that extent well, of things. that's what I'm saying too. And I feel like, like, what if the medium, like one of her family members was killed by their guns and she's just pissed. So now she's trying to get revenge on Sarah and Sarah's listening. That's, that's literally why I would not listen to a medium if they told me, hey, 
go build this thing and if you don't stop you're gonna die right that's because like... that that's a that's a literally like at a point insanity oh yeah like i can't imagine going moving my whole world out west and just building a house for the rest of my life uh, yeah because they're the, first off they're telling you to relocate when it's in itself is going to be lonely because if you don't know anybody on the opposite side of the fucking country you're gonna be lonely i have a theory that i think it was done out of spite i th- I think so and revenge it, it could possibly be all that because i mean who the hell would tell her that yeah and like like i get it you guys build guns but it doesn't mean you're killing people exactly i would never want to build a gun because i would have weird guilt Me but too. like I don't know. I just, I feel like, I I don't think that would be correct. I don't think that a medium would tell her to keep building a house for (laughs) 30 plus years. Insanity. All right. So fact number three, the house was under construction for 38 years. So you're right. 30 plus years. This house was being built. In 1886, Sarah purchased an eight room farmhouse in San Jose, California, and began building. She employed a crew of carpenters who split shifts so construction could go on days and nights, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year, for 38 years. The work only stopped on September 5th, 1922, because Sarah, the mastermind behind the home, died of heart failure in her sleep. It's said that upon hearing the news of Sarah's death, the carpenters quit so abruptly, they left half-hammered nails protruding from the walls. They were waiting. I don't blame them. They were waiting They're for like, that moment. They're like, thank God. They're, it was 24-7 for 38 years. But you know what? I mean, that was their main boss. It was their main boss, but I'm sure they could have found other work. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure they would, too, because, I mean, they definitely got a good reputation now for building a home for 38 straight years. And also, it's it's not even that. It's like, I'm sure there was people who were fired, people who left. 38 years. You're not going to stay in a job. You want to hear something kind of stupid? What? I thought she built the house by herself. <laughs> Can I just picture her with a hammer and nail? She's like, no spirits are going to haunt me today. <laughs> Where did you think she got the skill? I don't know. What if she was like, the ghost helped her. The ghost just incited her with all this knowledge. That would literally be possession. And oh. she would need, She would be the exorcist Winchester house. Oh, that would be so badass. I mean, it would. But like, <laughs> Just picture her fucking building this house by herself. She's like, the medium said to build. I gotta fucking build. Oh, Jesus. That's Sarah the Builder. <gasps> Instead of Bob the Builder, Sarah, Sarah the, the builder. builder. Can we fix it? Yeah. Clearly not if it's 38 years. There's a sprinkling of trauma, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, uh, hire us to create your next jingle. Please. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. The house is full of architect architectural i'm okay today oddities sarah issued many bizarre demands to her builders including the building of trapdoors secret passages a skylight in the floors spiderweb windows and staircases that led to nowhere 
There are also doors that open to a blank walls and a dangerous door on the second floor that opens out into nothing, save for an alarming drop to the front yard far below. That'd be kind of badass. Like, all I imagine is, like, a Scooby-Doo character, like, running in midair after they open the door. And, you know, they're, like, in the air for, like, three seconds, and then they fall. That'd be concerning for anybody who had suicidal, like, ideations. (laughs) Jesus. Um, That would also be dangerous for people like me who just open doors and don't even think that there wouldn't be a floor underneath it. Jesus. Okay. That me too. Like Uh, we would both just fucking walk out to our death on accident. Yes. And then not only that, there's trap doors. I would want trap doors. I I like the spider web windows. I think that's pretty badass. I think trap doors would be badass because if you don't want to see like a certain family member and they come over the house, you could just go through a trap door. All of a sudden you're in your little bat cave. No, imagine you're like, hey, Anne Michelle, let's go through this door. And then she just, like, falls. Oh, no. Not to her yeah. death, but, like, into oh, a beanbag. Oh, and they would think it would be, like, an accident or, like, suicide yeah. or something. But you just killed them because you thought that, No, I thought there's a nice, comfy beanbag below. So she doesn't die. She's just, you know, got to find her way through the fucking maze of a house for 45 years. Like... Are you talking about, like, trap door? I'm talking about, like, the second floor house, uh, door that, like, the Scooby-Doo thing. Oh, okay, thing. we're on two different No, topics. we're on two different subjects. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess, but, like, you wouldn't guarantee she wouldn't break anything, so you kind of, like, had to... That's true. Maybe have them sign, like, a waiver before they come into the house. <laughs> I would do that, so that way they can't sue me. Yeah, it, we don't want to get sued. Facts. That's why everything on this podcast is allegedly. Alleged, friends. <laughs> Alleged. You can't take much from us, I promise. Oh, yeah, we don't have much. All right, let's go back to the history <laughs> of this house. <laughs> so the house was designed like a labyrinth. Which I just figured out what, what a labyrinth the fuck was. that was. So some say the labyrinth layout was meant to confuse the ghost, allowing Sarah some peace and means to escape them. She was the sole architect of this extraordinary home, and no master building plan has ever uncovered. So Sarah may be the only person who ever truly knows all of its secrets. When movers were called in after her death, one lamented its labyrinth design that includes many winding hallways. One mover told America Weekly the Winchester home was a place where downstairs leads neither to the cellar nor upstairs to the roof. Damn. Imagine being drunk. Okay. Hear me out. So, it's a giant maze. So, you know how when you're on a road trip, you need a landmark in order (laughs) to figure out where the fuck you are? Yes. And you're like, oh my god, like, mine for when we're coming home from a big road trip is, oh my god, the Markel factory. Yeah. We're almost home. Down the seaside, it's like, oh, there's the bridge, we're halfway there. You know on 80, when they have, like, those big, I, I guess it's like sound walls so that way the houses don't hear the road and it has like the squiggly line in it yeah that's how i know i'm really close to home yeah see like everybody had a little landmark i'm gonna need to put a dunkin donuts in that fucking house just to see where i am first of all she missed out on many opportunities i would do a coffee shop i would do a restaurant in there i mean you could have you could have started a cult in there you could have had a petting zoo a petting zoo two different kind of people here (laughs) 
Jenny's like cold, and I'm like petting. Too. But like, think about it. She could she could have had a whole community in there. Like, she could have started a cult, and nobody would fucking know. No, I mean, they could still be in there. No one would know. There was a, a thing I saw a couple years ago about Jennifer Lopez not like having a homeless person or something in her in her attic and not even knowing. For, and like, that's just J Lo, not J Lo. That's just J Lo's like mansion. This is like twenty billion of those. Yeah, I you could have so many people in that house and nobody would know. Literally, I mean, imagine coming down. You're like, how long have you been here? Oh, ten years. I would be like, oh, hey, family. Literally. Your family now. You've lived under my roof for 10 years. <laughs> like, god damn. Those people and the demons. All of them seeing Kumbaya. In the middle of the Dunkin' Donuts. I'm telling ya, you. These opportunities were missed, Sarah. Miss. Alright. Back to the facts. So, an earthquake once rattled the house and trapped Sarah. In 1906, the Great San Francisco Earthquake caused three floors of the then seven-story house to cave. A 1900 postcard of the place used to show a tower that were later toppled by the natural disaster. That tower, plus several other rooms destroyed in the disaster, were never rebuilt, but cordoned off. As for Sarah, she was safe but stuck in the daisy bedroom, named for the floral motif in its windows. She had to be dug out by her staff as his entrance was blocked off by the rubble. I'm surprised she didn't die then. Me too. I'm like, surprised how does you that, know? I'm surprised in that giant fucking house that they don't have a panic room. Oh, another missed opportunity, Sarah. Like, a panic room that's just, you know, full of things you need and for, like, any natural disaster. Ooh. Or if somebody fucking broke in, because I'm sure there's so many break-ins that fucking house. Oh, Actually, yeah. I take that back. She probably wouldn't even know. <laughs> She'd be like, who's here today? Is it the demon? <laughs> or is it someone breaking in? Is it my physical demons or metaphorical demons? Oh, pick shit. Pick. That, got, that got deep, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> but could you imagine... Your crew has to dig you out from a specific room with a name. And, like, wild. Wild. I, I don't think I could. Thank God you had a crew. You know? I don't think I would ever have a house this big for safety reasons. Yeah. I mean, not a bad reason. So, some say the symbols in the house point not to ghosts, but Francis Bacon. I love his last name. <laughs> Fantastic. An alternate theory on the Winchester house, perplexing design, declares that Sarah was creating a puzzle full of encryptions inspired by the work of English philosopher Francis Bacon. There are speculations that clues to the house' true meanings are hidden in the ballroom, the Shakespeare windows, and the iron gates. This theory suggests that Sarah was a member of the mystic society like the Rose Crucians. Or the secret society like the Freemasons, or possibly both. Ah, oh, so she was Nicole, kinda. Aha! Jenny was right. So we think that that theory was that she got, like, enough, well, I guess she had enough money, but she designed it after, like, a philosopher? Kinda. And then just, you know, like, her cult friends, like, really inspired her, too. So... Yeah, I wouldn't put it past it. I mean, I do enjoy 
some of the architectural designs that she chose. I cannot lie about that. I don't know why she would do it like encrypted after an English philosopher. That's like Taylor Swift on crack. <laughs> but like, you know what? You do you. You, you do, do you, boo boo. Oh. <laughs> All right. There are other theories, including that Sarah was crazy. Others speculate Sarah was coping with her grief with a flurry of activity or that she was just simply crazy. However, Winchester Mystery House historian Joanne Boheme paints a happier picture, imagining that the continual renovation reminds Sarah of the good times when she and William built their New Haven home together. This is a quote from Joan Jane Nunn. Jane Nan. I'll put it below. We're going to put the name below because I'm illiterate. (laughs) I think Sarah was trying to repeat that experience by doing something they both loved, Boheme told Los Angeles Times. She also suspects that Sarah was just an ardent, Albion eccentric philosophist who used her family fortune to purposefully employ the San Jose community. She had a social conscience, and she did try to get back, Boheme offered. Nothing the hospital Sarah built in her husband's name. This house in itself was her biggest social work of all. Oh, so she's just kind of saying like she gave back kind of to the community, like she provided jobs and stuff. That would make sense, to be honest, but like I don't understand why she would just what, do one giant house. Like, I would just write, like, a nice fat fucking check and be like, thank you. A, a fat check or maybe, like, a museum. Oh, or, yeah, not, like, a mansion. Or, like, more stores in the community. Definitely not, hey, I'm going to give back to the community. Let's all build my house. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know about you, but, like, that's selfish in its own way. I'm going to give back by you building my, my house. house. I don't know. Or she could have like it's her house is so fucking big. She could have been like, "Hey, you guys need a room. You, you can stay here." Kind of like right. a hotel thing. But no. Let's have you guys build my house and it'll be great for the community. That's the funniest fucking thing I heard all day. <laughs> I love that. So once in the Winchester house, Sarah was reclusive but not alone. There's only one known photo of the window the widow Winchester which was taken serendipitously. Though she was reclusive, she was never alone. She had 18 servants, 18 gardeners, and the ever-present construction team working on the grounds. Every morning, Sarah met with the foreman to discuss the always-evolving building plans, and it's said that each night she visited the seance room. Oh, shit! Oh, yeah, there's a seance room in there. To speak with the spirits who weighed in on the plans for the house's unusual design. Could you fucking imagine going, okay, you fucking sit down, you got your Ouija board, you got your candles, and you're like, alright, spirits, what are we doing with the house tomorrow? Come on, we gotta keep building. But, like, that's the wildest group meeting I've ever heard of. Yeah. Like, imagine you have, like, an e-board, and it's just, it's just ghosties. (laughs) You sit I mean, down and... You know what? That's the way I'm making all my life decisions. From now on, I'm going to build a designated seance room and just yeah, talk you, to the spirits. All you got to do is like sit in like 
the room and just listens to the voices in your head. Oh, Lord. That in itself is... That is the wildest thing. I did not know there was a seance Also, that she had... First of all, she had to employ her friends. Second, like... Oh. She was probably... Had so many people around her, yet she was the loneliest human being. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, you still have all those workers. But if you need to go and talk to spirits at night and, like, the dead, you're very lonely. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's... That's probably why I have this shit happened. Oh, yeah. And we are back from the third attempt of filming this one episode because this episode is cursed. It's cursed, right, dude? First, we recorded an entire episode and then my camera didn't record it and died all of a sudden, even though the camera battery didn't die. It just stopped recording. Yeah. And then the other battery actually died. And now we're on the third attempt. All right, so I'm going to read this fact again. And if you record it, Jenny, we'll cut it out in post-production. So, the house boasts 950 doors, 10,000 windows, 40 stairways, 52 skylights, 47 fireplaces, 6 kitchens, plus a trio of elevators, and one's groundbreaking elements like wool insulation, carpet gas lights, electricity, and indoor shower, complete with a sewage draining system. I would not want that many windows or doors in my fucking house. Facts, because definitely a lot of break-ins. There's no way in hell there wasn't a million and one break-ins that she didn't know about. Oh yeah, definitely. That she didn't know about. I don't even want to know how many problems she did know about. There's no way she could hire security enough. Oh, you know what? That's actually a good point. Why didn't she hire security? She had so many workers. I don't think she... One, she probably didn't even know all their names. Not Facts. a chance in hell. Two, I don't think there could be that amount of security. There's 900 doors, 10,000 windows. That's too many windows. That's too many people seeing in your house, one. That's too right. many chances of break-ins, too. I, I could never. I, I could, could never. never. So, apparently, no one is for sure... No one is sure how many rooms are actually in the house. Following Sarah's death, Winchester House was converted into a tourist attraction, but when trying to get a room count, the new owner kept trying to come up with different numbers. After five years of renovation, they estimated the number of rooms to be about 160, which is the number most often quoted today. I could never first off there's not a landmark in the house where it's like a dunkin donuts where you're like i'm halfway <laughs> through this fucking house that is fucking true i mean really a miss business opportunity i would do a restaurant the dunkin donuts a community for real she literally legitimately could have had her own army that would have been badass it's just so many things in this fucking house. Ooh, so apparently Sarah had an obsession with the number 13. Among the secrets Sarah took to her grave was why she insisted that so many things related to the number 13. The Winchester house has many 13 painted windows and 13 panel ceilings as well as 13 step stairways. Even her will had 13 parts. And she signed it 13 times. The PSA de de resistance might be the house's 13 bathrooms, which contains 13 windows of its own. 
First of all, why do you need 13 windows in your bathroom? That's a lot of people seeing you naked. <laughs> um, two. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so 13 windows in each of those 13 bathrooms. Too many people seeing you naked. We gotta talk about this. I mean, I mean unless I'm it was, like, facing the inside of, maybe. like, you know, I really hope mansions. you had some sort of film on that window or, like, something. Unless you wanted people to see you naked. No, no judgment. <laughs> It's just, I would not. First of all, that's a lot of light. And then, you know, like Jenny said, nobody wants to see anyone naked. That's also, 13 is an unlucky number that Taylor Swift has made her lucky number, which, I mean, honestly, go off. Good for Taylor Swift. But, like, I could never. Okay, first of all, I love that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are, like, an item. I live for it. I loved watching. She was fucking adorable at that fucking football game. This is not a Taylor Swift podcast, though. It's not, but I just have to go on my little rant. I like Kansas City. That's why I was really happy. Oh, I don't like football. I like football. Giants. Two different people. Giants is my number one team, even though they suck. And then the Kansas City Chiefs are my number two. Well, at least you're not in denial about it. Oh, no. I know they suck. Yeah. But I I still love them. All right. So back to our regular scheduled podcast literally <laughs> so speaking of 13 we're on fact 13 it's a national landmark the winchester mystery house earned landmark status on august 7th 1974 the fascinating mansion is still owned by the family or families who purchased it from the winchester estate in 1922 for 150,000. However, their identity is another Winchester House mystery. But thanks to them, tourists can now explore 110 of the 160-some rooms Sarah dreamed up. The Winchester Mystery House even boasts special tours on Halloween and Friday the 13th. We love that. I do love that. I also want to know what's up with the other 50 rooms that they can't go in it. I feel like it's not, like, stable enough or... Mm. Got a point. Because, I mean, the work is really just freaking... Up and left? Left when she died. I'm sure that room was not complete. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. There's a lot of uncompleted rooms. But I feel like a lot of them weren't completed. Or it's just deemed unsafe. Like, the floors aren't safe. Or, yeah. like, maybe there's a trap door in that room. Who All right. knows? Yeah, fair enough. So, last fact. It's regularly cited as one of the most haunted places in America. I could imagine. Ooh, to this day, Winchester House is a destination for believers who hope to have a paranormal encounter of their own. A popular spot for such activity is the corridors of the third floor where tour guides have claimed to hear footsteps and disembodied voices whisper their names. In a Reddit AMA, a Winchester House tour guide confirmed that the house's third floor only a portion of which is accessible during the house tours. It's definitely the spookiest part of the house, because that's where the servants lived. So there's been a lot of reported activity there. Also, when you are on that floor, you can never really hear any other tours, so you feel pretty isolated. That's wild. Ooh, so the third floor. If you ever go to the Winchester house, or if we ever go one day, third floor is where we're going. Also... With the last one, the landmark thing, I don't... I'm surprised it wasn't a landmark sooner because of how fucking massive it is. Right. And how weird it is. So, this is just another fact on its own. So, Sarah bought 
the house for $5 million in 1923. Or no, that's when she died. So the house when Sarah died was $5 million. So guess how much it's worth today? I mean, I could guess, but I've already seen the number. True. So it goes for $71 million today. Whoever has that amount of money, good for you. You could buy the Winchester house. (laughs) Literally. So I think, are we stopping it there today just because of how cursed this episode is? I agree, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to stop the episode there today, but there's a lot more to this house. So if you guys want a part two to this house, leave it in the comments below. Yeah, it's definitely, there's more stuff we can go over. There's more stories we can read about. This house has so many layers to it. It's just like all the rooms. Yeah. This house, like, the story of this house is as big as this fucking house. Literally. And there's just so much information on it. I'm totally down for a part two. If you guys want part two. Leave it in the comments. Yeah, leave it in the comments below because I'm down to read more stories about it. And hopefully it won't be as haunted next time. Yeah, so this one had a lot of facts. Maybe next time we could do a lot of more paranormal stories. Yeah, to it. I mean it's still paranormal. I oh, mean, it, she had a séance room. This entire house screams haunted. Literally, like I can't even express how fucking haunted this place is. It's wild. I mean, I feel bad if she was just like grieving and she just kept building, but like if ghosts are whispering in her ear, Sarah, it's time to build another bathroom. Yeah, there's a lot of issues with this, uh, the house. And the house itself is really fucking cool, though, I will say. Oh, yeah, it looks beautiful. Well, we'll put some pictures right here. Right, where Jenny's showing. But I just can't imagine going to the seance room, and they're like, okay, you only had 12 bathrooms, gotta make it 13. Again, it's like you're going into a seance room, you sit on the floor, and then there's a fucking e-board of people in your ear. That's what I'm saying. Like, imagine once, like, the head designer, that's a spirit, and the other spirits, like, they have a quarrel because, like, the one spirit doesn't agree that she should build, like, another floor or build another elevator. Yeah, do, they th- do you think they had arguments in their head? That's what I'm picturing. Like, I oh, imagine, wow. like, I didn't the even Ouija board that. going fucking wild, and it's just a ghost yelling at each other. Wow. Wow. Right? That's a nice thought. That's what I'm saying. All right, buddy. Any other last second thoughts about this house? No, I mean, I hope all the episodes aren't cursed. <laughs> yeah, me too. This was a really cursed episode. I cannot stress that enough. Literally, because... so many things have went wrong today, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah, but we got through it, hopefully. It we did. Stop. All right. With that note, before this something else happens, follow us everywhere at MDAT Podcast. Right here. Right, right here. there. Right there. So, Instagram, YouTube spotify facebook apple music and while you're at it while you're here and you're listening and you're watching with us feel free to like subscribe and leave us a little rating oh we'd appreciate that yeah we would really appreciate if you guys left us a rating on any of the platforms you're listening to yeah it would really help us a lot um let us know what kind of content you want next let us know if you want a part two yeah, we'll um, do part two next week. And let us know if you guys, like, if we were to go live, what you want to see. Yeah, we're still trying to figure that out. Yeah, we, we just we just live. reached our goal of a thousand followers thank on TikTok, you. so thank you guys. So we want to know what you guys want. We want to give you what you want. Exactly. So stay sexy, stay spooky, stay bad, and hopefully nothing else happens today. Peace. Peace.